About 90 people came to Jesus this week from markets and streets. And there was a youth camp where we ministered to 80 to 90 kids. Facing the demon of religion among harvest. On November 23, 25th people came to Jesus from a market where many stores were. Basically our outreach was one-on-one. Among many cases, there was one ethereal experience. We shared the gospel with a young man named Victor, and he received Jesus. When I prayed for him, I felt that he would be used by God and he would carry the gospel to many places, so I prophesied over him as I felt. Right after that, a family of five came near us. Haxon started sharing the gospel with the five. Then, one by one, five more people came to the scene. A total of nine received Jesus. I love this supernatural increase. In a case like this, where there is a supernatural increase, people repeat the salvation prayer together so well. Then, everyone left except one. A man was watching us with a hard face. Thinking that he didn't listen to the gospel as he joined in the middle, I approached him. But he was a Christian with a demon called Spirit of Religion. He talked about the Bible and Holy Spirit, and said that we're doing a wrong thing. Haxon tried to explain the difference of perspectives. But our Spanish wasn't good enough, and the man had a concrete belief system of his own which actually is from the enemy. Although I understood no Spanish, I felt my chest physically being clogged. It was a demonic attack. The man left and Haxon felt some pain on his side. He lost some of his energy for a while. When we came back home, we prayed in tongue to remove those attacks from Haxon's body. It left with pain. Next time, we won't talk with anybody with the spirit of religion. Oh, no. Day for miscommunication. On November 24th, we went to a school outreach. Without knowing the school has no students, because of COVID, we waited one and a half hour until we realized that no student would come out. Actually, at 1 p.m., we asked some teachers when the school would finish. Then the teachers answered that it would be 2 p.m. But the 2 p.m. was for teachers who teach kids online. No students were in the school. Oh, no. It was hard. But three kids who were playing in the street came to Jesus on our way back home. 96 Evangicubes predetermined to be sent to Mexican kids. There was a divine setup for this youth camp. Last week, without knowing anything about youth camp, Haxon tried to order eight Evangicubes, the toy-like cube that we use to share the gospel. So he quoted the price of eight Evangicubes to the seller in the US by email. Then on Sunday, November 21st, the seller replied with a discount price of 96 Evangicubes, not eight. She probably misread Haxon's email. But Haxon didn't read this email until Monday morning, when the youth pastor of the church visited our home and informed that we would minister to about 100 kids in the youth camp. Right after this, Haxon checked his mailbox and found the email from the seller, who was not in error after all. So we took a cue from this and ordered the 96 Evangicubes for the youth camp. The shipping was also miraculous. The seller said the package would arrive at Friday evening at the earliest, but it arrived on Wednesday. On Thursday, November 25th, we prepared the evangelism workshop for the kids coming from all over the Mexico. At night, Haxon and I had a workshop for kids. We gave away those evangicubes and shared the story of how those cubes came miraculously. Then we taught them how to use it. There was a time to minister those kids, and Haxon requested them to say yes to their calling. Some kids were touched by Holy Spirit. Outreach with Youth On November 26th, with all kids, we went to the crossing of a railroad near the church. Many people crossed the railroad there. So we shared the gospel with them, and about 40 people received Jesus. It went very well, and the kids witnessed and learned how we shared the gospel. Nearly everyone who we shared the gospel came to Jesus. Nearly everyone. Healing. Surprisingly, healing took place. 
The youth pastor showed us a video of an old man testifying that his knee was healed when those kids prayed. Also, in my case, I felt the healing power of God when I prayed for a woman on an electronic wheelchair. But she didn't get up, so I don't know if she was healed. A feather after outreach. In the morning of November 27, we went outreach to the nearby market with kids. About 25 to 30 came to Jesus. When we came back home, I found a feather when I took out my phone from the pocket of my jacket. Feather. It was a feather of an angel, I believe. In the evening we attended worship. At the end of the worship, a young man came to us, asking a prayer for him. So Haxon and I both grasped his each hand and laid another hand on his shoulder and prayed. Holy Spirit touched him so big, so he gradually fell to the ground and shook from time to time. I have seen such things on YouTube and others, but not when I prayed for others. So it was new to me. I also felt the fire of God all throughout the time. Before him, we prayed for girls and boys, then some of them ended up weeping. All throughout this youth camp, I felt a strong presence of God. I learned that God's heart is definitely on youth, the generation to be pinned down by God. This week has been big. I love that I am taking part in the move of God. Something is always going on, and we will see His glory even more and more. Hallelujah.